Is it hot in your house, Attic? Oh my god. <laughs> I'm turning on the AC tonight. You look like John McClain <laughs> inside the air ducts. <laughs> That's right. That's right. The beard is the dirt. <laughs> He's uh, he's Lebanese John McLean. <laughs> right. I've been on this thing all day. And it's not Christmas, it's Ramadan. Come to Istanbul, have a couple of teas, have a good time. Uh, I'm fucking, I'm toasting today. I hate the goodie too, like an egg. So my snap. Shut up, party with my snap! Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. If you want help with that, my wife, Brittany, yeah. she is she listens to more true crime podcasts you could even imagine. She actually doesn't have any more to listen to now. Oh She's gone through all everything on Spotify. She can't find any new ones. She's kind of creepy how much all the yeah oh yeah uh, it's it's amazing. But she would definitely be like a great source for information. One of my uh, best friends, Jack Luna, he runs Dark Topic. Uh, He's out of Manitoba. He got to work with Mike Boudet, so I don't know if she's gotten onto his shows yet, but uh, he has a bunch cool. of content if she wanted to Dark find Topic a new is one. awesome. It, it's a really good podcast, true crime stuff. It's really, really good. I, I think she would see, really like it. I'll write it down and see if, uh, she, has, if she knows yeah. it yet. I'll write it down right now. Would you say Dark Topic? Yeah. Yeah. And he's like kind of forming a network right now. with uh, It's called 1159 Media. Uh, well... You think it's time to start the show? I think it's time to start the show. Hey there, bud. Welcome to Bearded and Bored. I'm Tim. This week I am joined by Sean. Oh, hey there, bud. <laughs> and Attic. What's up? Uh, before we get into like the episode proper, I uh, was talking with Attic this morning, actually, and I had a fucking stress dream. And uh, it, uh, like in the stress dream, I woke up and I was like sweating and like really, really worried. I had to like get up immediately, go out into the other room, and start vacuuming my couch. I don't know why it was like the most important thing in the world at that moment. It was like in my dream, it was five o'clock in the morning, and I knew like, you know, if you get anything done today, you got to get that fucking couch like vacuumed. <laughs> it's not like my couch is all that full of like dog hair. I was just so worried about it. And then like I woke up in a cold sweat, being like, Maybe I should just go vacuum the couch right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Do 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 you think that this is something like, like, you, you know, you're grown up when you know you wake up in the middle of a dream, like cleaning something? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I th- I think it's uh, it's maybe his uh, disassociative function of his ADHD if he has it, right? Because yeah. It's, it's something that a dream could trigger and you're just yeah. all of a sudden you wake up and you're like, I don't care what I got to do today. That's what I got to focus <laughs> on and get it done. And it will take up all of your brain power, right? Like I saw a TikTok video of this guy talking about that and he's like, um, he's just hyper focused on like just occupying his brain. And he's like, oh, what's wrong, man? He's like, oh, I have a package coming at eight o'clock tonight. It's like, oh, okay. So that means you can't do anything today. It's like, no, because that's just <laughs> what my function is on right now. So like he woke up, I do nothing, but I have to back in the couch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Priority number one. Well, okay. Like I, 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 I've been reading up on ADHD a little, a little bit and like, I can't spell where shit. Like I remember growing up, they always brought me out into other classrooms and stuff to try to teach me how to spell. And they never really understood why I couldn't get it or I'd sit at the back of the class and I'd immediately be in a different world, but I could get by because I know story structure pretty well. So like any kind of class I can just fake my way through because I know how stuff is built and what to look for. But like even reading, I love to read, but I have to use the uh, cue card and go like line by line down. Otherwise I start jumping. So I wasn't sure if I was like dyslexic, but like, yeah, maybe I'm ADHD and that's like where it kicks up. Like my OCD comes in and stuff. There's a lot of people who are, um, I don't want to say self-diagnosis because like the ADHD, there's, it's like a spectrum, right? Mm-hmm. You yeah. might have something that kind of about your personality that you may uh, relate to. 
somebody who has ADHD. And like, regardless, I think what's happening with TikTok is it's just making people aware of something, not that it's a bad thing, but like, it's like, hey, this might be the reason why you do this. And here's some tips to help with it. And I have found that I might even have ADHD because <laughs> I'm, it's so sad too to say it, but scrolling on TikTok and you see these things, and you're like that, and you have like a revelation of like, wow, that explains so much from my childhood. I hate it. Like, this is insane. <laughs> insane. Like what? Dude, last year at the beginning, like I, I remember it was about June of last year. <clears throat> so we're, you know, we're still in the first wave of the pandemic. We're kind of starting to go down. I started to go a little bit crazy. Like I just started thinking of random shit. Like I used to do stuff around the house. I'm like, you know what I mean? Like I literally, like I literally feel like I went crazy. And one day I'm scrolling on TikTok and it was just like, are you doing this? I'm like, yeah, I am. He's like, do you keep doing this? I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, I do. Like, who, who is this guy? You know? And he's just like, you know what? He's like, and, 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 and it hit me. He's like, you've been going, go, go, go all the time. He's like, you finally have a time to relax. Like you finally have time to relax and just start thinking about like all your insecurities. I'm just like, Oh my God, he's right. <laughs> what the fuck? Your brain's not occupied by work anymore. Exactly, right? It's yeah. the craziest thing. I know exactly what you're saying. Fucking nuts, man. That makes sense. I've always been impressed by your drive. Like you're always doing something or you have like three jobs or stuff going on. And like, I'll see you in between stuff because you still are social enough to go see people. It's as someone as introverted as me or closed (laughs) off. I am very alarmed and scared by it. I don't know how I would function. I would feel so overwhelmed. <laughs> I just need like three hours well to like focus on one thing. I can't. <laughs> but you, 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 you know what's funny is that every every two or three weeks, I, I have a day where I just, I barely talk to anybody and I literally like, I just sleep. I'll come, like like even just coming home from work, like when I was working, I, I go to bed at five and I just, I'd be in and out of sleep till about seven o'clock the next morning. Wow. It's like a recharge or something. It's fucking weird, man. Hmm. Well, we're talking about the world as it is today, but in our ongoing doomsday saga, as the world slowly spirals out of control, or is actually the safest time of all, and we just like to imagine terrible things, I have brought Sean on today to see how he's going to answer our doomsday quiz, doomsday survey. Yeah. Um, doomsday quiz i like doomsday quiz doomsday quiz nice well we can post these afterwards after all the episodes are up and see if we get any uh, fan responses to the bearded and board page but like these are just kind of talking points for us to to jump on and if we ramble away and go into different directions it's always welcome but uh since attic and i have uh already answered this stuff like we'll just throw it at you and see what comes to mind and go from there sure yeah for sure so realistically, like, I know it's a grim topic, but like, how do you think the world will actually end if it comes to an end tomorrow? Or, well, I guess after a sequence of events. So I think if, if the world, so I also want to first ask the question, are the world ending, are we talking about the demise of like civilization or the structure of civilization or are we talking about an extinction uh the way that i've imagined this question is like right down to minimal population like you know how every okay. uh religious story has like a, a flood story and then the world is kind of repopulated mm-hmm. like it could get down to that or an extinction but like right down to nothingness i think probably what would lead to like massive uh, amounts of the population dying off would probably be like the the trend that we're going down right now in terms of uh, just the way we've been treating the world yeah right like like you've got global warming that's happening you've got a pandemic and like pandemics are going to be kind of a a norm i think yeah. because like there's just so much more population like they say in like like 30 years there's going to be like nine or ten billion people wow holy shit really yeah, yeah. like it's it, it's it's wild the amount of Damn. people that are here so like pandemics are going to be something that are going to be a little more happening a little more regularly right oh, so man. i think something like that um, um, obviously, like uh, glo- global warming, whether you believe it or not, um, it's 
definitely, you know, something's happening there, whether it be the planet's getting warmer and the water levels rise and the, and that forces, you know, coastal cities to come inland, making us more densely populated in certain areas, which would also be like a, a terrible thing for pandemics yeah. Yeah. being closer yeah. together. Um, uh, I don't know, an e- um, economical downfall, yeah. right? Like mm-hmm. it's, I think there's so many uh, variables and so many factors that would go into it um, that it's, if it is going to happen, I don't know if it's going to happen soon or if we're like slowly on our way into it, but that's probably the most likely cause. Now, Tim, you said specifically if it were to happen tomorrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So let's go down that road. If something were to happen instantaneously, I think the most likelihood of something like that happening where there would still be a survival rate would be, and stay with me, a gamma ray burst from a distant uh, galaxy. Ooh. So follow me down this road because it is entirely possible. um, But the, there'd be a varying distances in which it would affect us. So, and I was watching uh, one of my favorite science uh, educators recently talk about this. And gamma ray bursts, they do happen. Mm -hmm. Um, They don't affect us because, you know, the space is vast and it's expanding. So it's very unlikely for us really to get hit. So if a gamma ray burst were to happen from, uh, you know, they happen from like when black holes collide or like a, a neutron stars collide or a quasar, they let off gamma ray bursts. If, and he said if it was 3,000 light years away, we probably, our satellites would go out. You know, and it would, yeah. like, we'd lose. Yeah, 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 definitely. And uh, because, like, a gamma ray burst is just, you know, uh, like a stream of highly charged particles, it's like a lot of energy just hitting us and wiping out our satellites would probably happen. Would it be Not a destructive force a or, like, an electromagnetic force that, like, fries everything? That, exactly that. Okay. So, um, but then he talked about if it was closer, like 500 light years away, that would be something where the, uh, um, the energy that would come with, uh, the blast would be enough energy to damage our atmosphere. Oh, wow. So, um, gamma, gamma rays are, um, on the, uh, ultra, on the ultraviolet or not the ultraviolet, the, uh, the light spectrum. Mm -hmm. I think it's also, is it, how do you say, what's it called? Anywho. There's, there's the spectrum, right, where you've got microwaves, r- radio waves, microwaves, visible light, ultraviolet light, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, and gamma rays are, like, right at the end. They're the most energy, or, like, they have the most energy in their uh, short wavelengths. So when you have a particle or, like, a photon that has a very short wavelength, it's called a gamma, a gamma ray, and it has so much energy, it can ionize... Um, it's like ionizing radiation. Holy so it can knock an electron off of an atom. And that is enough energy. Like that's why people get radiation poisoning from oh like God. a nuclear fallout. Is that because... like when they were talking about like when they first started nuclear testing, they weren't exactly sure that it wouldn't set the entire atmosphere on fire. Like yes. that kind yeah, of. W- yeah. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> what if we set the atmosphere on fire? Exactly. So was so, this an actual thing? Like the, the yeah, yeah. Before they, oh, really? Eh? Yeah, they questioned it when they were doing the Manhattan Project. So they were. Uh, there's oh. some. There's even some videos I can send you about this exact topic. It's a very interesting topic. Yeah. But they were worried about it. How if we set off a nuclear explosion? What if the ionizing radiation starts knocking electrons out of our atmosphere because like air molecules hydrogen and oxygen they all have everyone has an electron and you know so like what if they start knocking it out and then your your air what happens when that happens is uh it turns into a plasma because plasma is energized gas right and radiation can cause or extreme amounts of heat can cause make gas turn into a plasma that's what a lightning bolt is it's a lightning strike it's 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 plasma One day yeah, so a gamma ray burst would do the exact same thing depending on its distance away from us. That's frightening. Yeah, so it, like, so he did three thousand light years away, five hundred light years away, and then he did, and then he talked about one that was within our galaxy, like the Milky Way. And if that were the case, it would immediately eradicate um, our atmosphere. We would essentially turn into like a 
um, like a desert planet with no atmosphere. So, so, now, so, so at that point, we're completely extinct. Like, yes. you know, oh, yeah. it, it, no, it, all it, living it, things, all living so, things gone. So what about when it hits the, was it the 500? Um, 500 light years away? Yeah, yeah. so, so it would it, it would affect our atmosphere in a way where the oxygen levels would go down. Plant life would die. Plant life would not be able to photosynthesize. We eat plants. <laughs> right? Well, that's the thing, is the things that eat plants, we eat them. Right? Yeah. So crops would go out, plants would die, all the animals that eat plants would would slowly Small die off. So, right? <laughs> so that would be a circumstance of, like, it happened tomorrow, but then the result would be, like, a long period of time of the slow demise of human life. That's crazy. Something interesting I'm seeing as a pattern through question one is I would say 99% of people have said that it's either the earth rejecting us or humanity's effect on earth has mm-hmm. affected us. So it's like, it's, it's very like, cause I expected this question to be answered unanimously the way I did nuclear war. I, I see the saber Tell rattling. Me what, nuclear war. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like the saber rattling, everybody like kind of pushing and and just like there's too many people, there's too many ideas, there's too many ideals. But like also at the same time, I guess with the internet, we're so interconnected and we have a global mindset. Like the idea that we would actually go to full out global war is pretty distant to like our – our generation, which, you know, like our parents mm-hmm. hid under desks in training for like mm-hmm. the eventual nuclear war they knew was coming. Yeah. And it's no like kidding. now we now we see just like it's more so like our impact on the earth is going to cause the demise, which is it's an interesting thing to kind of pick up on this this deep into the series. So I would agree with you, Tim, in that aspect and everyone else's answer of them being similar to mine. Uh, but I was more focusing on you saying, like, if it happened tomorrow. Because yeah. I don't yeah. think all-out global war with nukes would happen tomorrow. But I think mm-hmm. we're on a trend to that possibly happening, right? With us, yeah. like you said, everybody having so many different ideologies, uh, the internet, the sort of, like, information is at everyone's fingertips. Everybody can fight with one another. You can literally create a, like, a global movement mm-hmm. on from your laptop. Yeah. yeah. Know what I mean? We did this. The birds aren't keys. real. Like it's, it's insane. Yeah, the birds aren't real. So people. that might not happen. Oh, sorry, Tim. No worries. That I... might not happen right away, but we might be on that road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Fred, and, and for all of you at home, let us know what you think about Sean's uh, Sean's comments. Email us at Peter to board at gmail dot com, um, and uh, and let us know what you think. I think you're really, I think you really are in line with what we were with a lot of the answers that you've gotten, Tim. Mm-hmm. Um, here's another question at you. What do you currently have prepped for the end of the world? If nothing, at the end becomes apparent, what will you prep first? And I, <laughs> I have nothing prepped. Um, mainly because I, I maybe I have a, a little too much faith in uh, society or our current circumstance. <laughs> um, me personally, I'm not a doomsday prepper. I don't think it's something to really to be concerned about. Um, but you know, there it's it's a it's a culture that people really get into. Oh hell and, yeah, uh, man! And it's a cool. I I I think it's very interesting. Like the people who have bunkers and they have uh, supplies stocked up. It's it's wild. Um, but what I would do first, um, I would make sure I had clean water, mm-hmm. um, first aid, any medical supplies. So like uh, you know, um, painkillers. Um, antibiotics if possible um, allergy medication that would just be for me hmm. <laughs> um, everything's getting white man right um, and uh, so yeah I said first aid and then um, uh, non-perishable food maybe some cans so, so, something that like if it was instantaneous there's not much you can do in terms of food Yeah, you just yeah. hope for wherever you're going to go or flee to um, that maybe you can figure food out because I have nothing prepped. But I could probably get my hands on some medical supplies and some clean water pretty freaking quickly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then what I would do, and that reason why for that, obviously, to keep me alive as long as possible to keep moving on to the next step. Yeah. Uh, what I would do next is I would head for water. Why water? 
Water specifically, if um, and this is we're gonna go down a road now where people probably haven't answered is if it was like a zombie apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Has anyone brought that up? Well, as a type of doomsday, it t- it ties into where like second question is like, what do you think the coolest way you think the world is going to end? And a few people gotcha. have said zombie apocalypse. Gotcha. Okay. Um. So yeah, that's that's one reason why I would flee to water is because I feel like well. You know, as movies have told us, they're not very good at swimming. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, I imagine. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. Did I, did I answer everything in that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that 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 that, that makes sense. Um, so I I think some of the so some of the answers that we've gotten, I think, is like radios. Yeah. And stuff like that. Just you know, see communication, stuff, just okay. kind of communication, all that type of stuff. Uh, so that's a that's a X for you on that one. That's uh, yeah, it it is interesting because there's a difference in the people that say they do have some stuff prepped or they have a very clear idea of the things that they want in a go bag tend to say weapons as well. Like it, it's almost mm-hmm. coming clear to me that that is a self fulfilling prophecy. Like I know it's worded in a way to to get an elicit an answer, but yeah. if you you are a doomsday prepper and you believe the end of the world. There is an inherent lack of faith in humanity and our ability to overcome and move forward. So it's like, yes, I would like to defend myself against the things that I think are going to cause the end, which is... Yeah, protect your... what resources you do have. Mm -hmm. So... Sorry, go ahead, Attic. No, no, go, go, go. I was... what I was going to say to that is, um, sure, I might have, you know, something that would be considered a weapon in the house, but it's not for those... Like I wouldn't have it for like a doomsday prep. I think that the reason why people um, would, the first things they might say is like, oh, I'd get my guns. I'd have like a bat, like whatever to protect myself because you want to protect yourself from anybody who might be like mm-hmm. uh, looting or may want to take like your resources yeah. that you have to survive. Um, I think people feel that way because of the way, you know, our humanity has kind of been. Right. This 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 was similar to how we touched on uh, when we were talking about aliens. We think aliens will be hostile to us because we have been hostile to uh, everything, <laughs> everything yeah. in terms of like 100%. you know col- colonizing. Right. Okay. So if an apocalypse happens, um, that is one way to react. But I feel like whatever the doomsday might happen, it's going to do one of two things. It's going to either divide us or it's going to unite us. Yeah. And I want to be the optimist and say that if something like that does happen, a unite like us uniting might happen. We're like, hey, the guy that owns the arena here in town, hey, everybody, come on down to the arena. We've got clean water. We have shelter. Yeah. That's what the kind of thing I would hope for. I would hope you, for that. You, you know what I think about that though? It's I, I think you'd see it for a small period of time. Mm-hmm. I think you'd see some uniteness for a small period of time, right at the beginning, where everyone's. You know, it's still you. Yes, guys. Like, not to keep bringing up the pandemic, but like, hey, guys, we're in this together. You know, yep. right at the beginning. You know, unification, unification, and then months down the road, oh, you're not opening. Oh, sorry, we can't pay you guys anymore. Oh, sorry, you know, you're you're you know, fend for yourself type of thing. And I think that's kind of what you would see in that sense, where if it keeps going, you know, if if, if nothing becomes built and it's still, you know, the end of civilization or the end of the world or whatever it is. I think you'll start to see a lot of segregation, a lot of separation, and a lot of people just hating other people for the simple yeah. fact that, like, you know, Sean's breathing my air. <laughs> well, like, we would want to, like, we want to be governed in a way that, like, you know, um, so, so, like, on the, t- on the topic of, let's say, the guy at the arena, he's like, I got the arena for shelter, you can come here, we can share our food, we can, you know, try and help each other. We'll get to the point where, like, you know, okay, who, who's in charge of rationing the food? Yeah. You know, yeah. who's, uh, yeah. or, or like, through conversation, ideology is just being crammed together. It's like, oh, a fight breaks out because now nah, I don't like what he's saying or what he's doing, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That's just um, society on a small level. Yeah. People are always going to disagree with one another and conflict will yeah. happen. So you're, you're right. I, I agree with you in that sense. Um, but maybe the circumstances might give a new outlook for people. 
And I again, this so. is me just being an optimist, right? Yeah, yeah. Always the optimist, eh? Yeah. <laughs> well, to go from op- optimist to pessimist, and like we might end up cutting this because it is bleak, and it has sparked a lot of conversation in the house between myself and uh, Zach, is in the previous episode we did with Samaya. It is... Her her answer was like, okay, zombie apocalypse would be coolest, and I know how to defend myself because I have a bat. And she went into the story about how like she heard noise outside, and she went outside to like see what was going on. She's like she's ready to defend herself. Our immediate answer was, yeah, okay, but what if this guy takes your bat or grabs onto it? And she's like, oh no, self defense one hundred and one. You put a sock on the bat in case they grab it. Now, this doesn't really pertain to the conversation at hand, but the fact that someone (laughs) would know that and that would be 101 on the list of just, like, knowledge you have to defend yourself, like, I fucking, I don't know. I don't know what to do with that knowledge. Like, isn't that frightening that women just know this? Yeah, Yeah, it's, it's, it's not, yeah, it's frightening that they know it, but it's, it's kind of sad that they need to know it. Yeah. Well, that's it. It's it's happened to somebody when somebody's grabbed the bat from somebody, and then just before they get whacked in the face with it, like I wish I had a sock on it. Oh, you know. Well, yeah. It's like any time after ten o'clock, you see a woman walking down the street, they'll have the phone up to their their head, and that's because mm-hmm. they're yeah. just trained from a young yeah. age to like call and talk to people. Like, I don't know. It's uh, I don't know. That, yeah, I probably cut this because it doesn't really pertain to the the show at hand. But <laughs> I know. Like, I, but I know. You, I know. Fuck. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. What, it's what scary. Do you say to that? <laughs> um, and are you gonna... cut? Okay, go. <laughs> so you've answered like what you've you've had prepped, but uh, are you gonna go with uh, what do you think is the coolest way the world could end? If it like if everything goes like, what is the way that you daydream about something happening? You're like, oh fuck yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> so my. Probably um, would be. Do you remember the movie Waterworld? Oh my God! This is the second I've time someone said Waterworld. Seen that? Yes. What? Oh, you never watched Waterworld? No. Make sure you have an afternoon, buddy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's it a um, long movie or something. It is. It is worth it. It is a cultural touchstone. Yeah. And is it? What's its running time like? At least two in a bit, right? Two hours in a bit. I'm gonna find out right now. Yeah. I got nothing but time. <laughs> um, <laughs> I really got nothing going on. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a great movie. It's one I fantasize about. I think because I grew up, and that was like, I think it was the first like apocalyptic movie I kind of saw. Where it's not really an apocalyptic movie. It's just it's the world they live in. Can, right? can you give us a quick like? This is what it is. Spoiler alert. Yeah, (laughs) so it's more along the lines of they have lived in this world for a time, and um, and who's the main actor? Tim is Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner, yeah. Kevin Costner, he has um, but like it's it's kind of like a Mad Max world, right? Everybody for themselves kind of thing, but Kevin Costner has evolved, or our species has evolved. He has gills in his jawline here or behind his ears or something like that and he even has webbing in his feet okay and he comes across and tim correct me if i'm wrong it's been a while since i've seen the movie but he comes across a woman and her daughter and they are just your regular humans they don't have any adaptations at all to the world and he kind of reluctantly takes them onto his i don't even want to say boat it's a loose term (laughs) it's more like a raft (laughs) Like, in the entire and, world is just water. There is no land. Yeah. People bring boats together That's to have familiar, little man. communities. And one, That's like, familiar. image that sticks in my head is he takes the woman and her daughter. He puts them in this, like, glass, like, bubble, if you will. Mm-hmm. And he swims them down to, like, the, the floor. And you see skyscrapers and, like, cities and, like, all underwater. And it's kind of, kind of beautiful imagery. That's, that's the way cool. Yeah, show that's it. cool. Um, and, there's, and there's a lot more, you know, climactic, anticlimactic yeah, yeah, yeah. that happen. It's a, it's, a, it, yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> now that we're, awesome. we're talking about Kevin Costner, yeah, he also had The Postman, which everyone forgets about. Uh, oh, yeah. Another uh, apocalyptic movie. He comes yeah. across like a... Is that any good? Postman? Uh, I don't want to say good. I don't want to say good. 
I'm it's like one movies that's not good, but you still have to watch. Like, kind of. Screw it, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's Waterworld. Like, it's it's yeah, yeah. it's Kevin Costner. It's the '90s. You gotta watch it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. There's a bunch of jet ski fights, which is awesome. Oh, that's yeah. Wicked. Yeah. Oh, like like Mad Max style, like no joke. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. that's awesome. it's like Mad Max, but not desert. <laughs> Just all water. <laughs> so then, okay. So then you're so what? Water world? Like they think that's the coolest way you think the world will end? Um, it's one I, I fantasize like about, and yeah, I'd say it's pretty cool. Um, maybe it's also for my affinity for water. I lo- I love, love love swimming, love fishing. So th- so this is happening then. So who, who would you want on your team? So you get to choose a few a few cats that are, are able to come with you. Um, you guys are, are are working on rebuilding shit. You're gonna, you know, what? Who who would you want on your team? Anybody? Hypothetically, so we're saying that, like, because obviously, me being me, I love my family and I love my friends. So hypothetically, let's just say it's just me. Mm-hmm. Who am yeah. I getting? All right, if it's a water world, I'm probably going to get, um, you know, uh, probably try and find somebody who does free diving. Oh, nice. Because mm-hmm. they could definitely go down, they hold their breath for long periods of time, they can go down super deep. Main reason, fishing. Get us some food. That's good. Smart. Idea. Yeah. Get food um, source. Who else so would what, I get? What, what, what it would be cool. Three people, Tim? Is it three people? Uh, yeah, I said about like yeah, three people is pretty much three. like your your team, and it can be anybody from any time if you want to like kind of pick somebody out of their prime. You know, I've noticed everybody has a shoot family and friends, which I get. Uh, yeah, I mean, we get it. We're yeah. we're looking for survival here. Guys. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's oh right. my god, I love you so much. You didn't make it in my fantasy. You died immediately, yeah, and then yeah. I got to go on. I wouldn't have left you. But you were dead. No. <laughs> <laughs> you were lying there. I said goodbye. There was a good. mourning period of appropriate yeah. amount. It was short. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, like, if we're really not limiting this, I would, if it were possible, I'd get Aquaman on my team. Okay. <laughs> like, nice. like, but like Jason Momoa Aquaman. So I at least had something to look at, right? Because mm. um, he talks to creatures. Like he talks to the sea life. Yeah. He'd literally just be like, "Hey, tuna fish, get a big fucking Atlantic <laughs> salmon up in here, and we're grilling." Sean's hungry. Hack of dolphins. You could have some recon. That's great. <laughs> Anything. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I love it. Um, uh, and he can travel like at uh, like essentially supersonic speeds in water. So you know. Yeah, the one time Aquaman isn't small. fucking useless. That's pretty right? good. Yeah. That's true. Right? I, I know. Like that's, that's a good point, Tim. I never thought of yeah. that. <laughs> um, I wonder if, like, so if, and this is more of a thought right now, is I wonder if, like, having some type of an engineer would be beneficial oh, in terms yeah. of progressing yourself. Yeah. You know, an engineer is, has a, um, a good outlook on the world in terms of manufacturing things, mm-hmm. or at least, um, like, they even deal with, like, economics in a way of, like, how you could start things up again, yeah. improve things, you know? Well, that was actually, Attic said something very similar, and we were busting his balls for it at the time. But, uh, you know, maybe distance uh, has proven him right, but Bill Gates. It was... I said Bill Gates. Yeah. See, what? that motherfucker's a goddamn genius, okay? He is, like, absolutely. But I, I, like, and you know what? I might even poke fun of you for that one, uh, <laughs> Attic. Um, nothing against Bill up. Gates. Um, I don't know. I don't think he would uh, even survive. Sure, his brain is what you might want on your team. But, but, but okay, but here, let, let, let's look at it like this, right? I'm, I'm talking about a full rebuild here, right? Like, we, would you not want somebody like him to to, to kind of re, to help you rebuild or, or, or somebody well, then, to rebuild? In... Then let's scrap Bill Gates and go with Elon Musk. Oh, that's true, too. Okay, Elon Musk, he is the popular kid (laughs) at the time, but I got to go back. I got to go for Bill Gates. I don't think he can step off this because, one, he built Windows from nothing. He maintained control of it while looking like he does, and no one questioned it. He just did. Three, he's getting a divorce, and it's come out recently that in his prenup, he was allowed to go bang his girlfriend once a year for, like, a weekend, which is, like... 
it's ballsy. I don't agree with it personally, but to have someone sign off on that is pretty fucking impressive. Especially like early 90s Bill Gates. He managed that shit and he just did it coolly. He got a tail. That was crazy. And there's probably hidden fact. Sorry. He had a uh, 10 years ago, he started conventions and funneling a lot of money into the fact that he believed a pandemic was coming. And he's mm-hmm. been setting up conferences uh, for years. And that's where, like, early on, a lot of conspiracy theories is like, this is a pandemic, is because they look at disease X and everything that he described up into this point. So that guy probably has a fucking bunker somewhere. Oh, 100%. Right? Yeah. 100%. Elon yeah, Musk sure. has rockets, he has flamethrowers, a young girlfriend. Like, the guy's <laughs> got style. I don't know if his substance pays off just yet. Um, I, I would politely disagree only because I, I don't know. I hold a little more faith in him. I like listening to him talk. I Mm. feel like his ideas and the way he just, whatever goes on in that insane brain of his, there's more than we know, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, and really, and you're right. You said he's cool. He's a cool kid right now because he's young. He's fresh. We know these things about Bill Gates because he's had what 30 years to show us. Yeah. yeah, what he's capable of, and, and don't get me wrong, it's been incredibly impressive. But he's also the guy who clicked the link to allow somebody to access, to hack into his phone and reveal all the things that we were just talked about. Ooh, that's true. That's that's what happened that's to him. That's true. That's he's true. the same guy who fell victim to hackers, or like yeah. a, like a like a scam, because that's exactly what happened when we found all that information out about him and his with going through his divorce is somebody sent him a link and he fucking clicked it. <laughs> oh shit. He fell yeah, for the listen, old man bi- trap. Listen, Bill Gates, if you do listen to this podcast, <laughs> it pops up on your, whatever feeds you use. It Zoom? Once, so you're not alone, buddy. You're still. Oh God. All right. That, that's He's good honored, I feel like I, I might still have the strongest team. I said like Arnold from the eighties. For like the muscle, uh, mm-hmm. I forget who I pick for like my smart guy or healer, but like the number one pick overall, real underdog, Chris Angel, and then we could just mind freak people. Especially twenty <laughs> years in, you come across young colonies. You got Chris Angel in your corner. Oh my god, they think you have an army. No, you have a Chris Angel. Like just shit's yeah. happening. They come to attack you. He's got like fucking illusions and magic. Yeah. You need a Chris Angel in the apocalypse, and I don't think people appreciate that enough. <laughs> Something tells me that you have an affinity for Chris Angel, bud. Oh my god, a little bit, a little bit, just the yeah. mind freak aspect of it. Like, cause... well, I'll agree with you in, the, in that sense. I grew up with the magicians of our, the famous magicians of our time, and like David Blaine is one of them. Yeah. Right. We even got to see the later days of uh, um, Houdini uh, yeah. Jr. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, that's an interesting uh, teammate. I yeah. never would have come across that. Well, I know Attic likes to read. I think one day, if we ever started a book club for the show, there's one. It's about a World War II magician that like did this crazy shit where they like found a homeless guy and they like found a way to keep him cold and they planted a bunch of shit on him and then figured out yeah, the yeah. currents between Britain and like the northern France and they launched this fucking body out so that they could get discovered and they would like draw the Germans away to a different area and he was like making balloon <laughs> tanks and stuff so they could uh, not get bombed what? in certain areas that's crazy right mind freak <laughs> that's, that's that's yeah that's that's wild make sure to email us your thoughts on chris angel at bearded and board at gmail.com chris angel the number Instagram. one seed for the apocalypse teammate let's yeah let's <laughs> i'm i'm down with the book club i actually have uh neil degrasse tyson's new book coming called cosmic queries oh no oh. way I, yeah, mean, way I can't wait let me know when you're done with it i'd like to borrow it absolutely don't mind Attic, when I put all this together, I'll write down everyone's picks. Maybe we should do brackets and see who the fans think would oh. be the number one team. We can just go head to head. Nice, cool idea. I love it. I love it. That's a really good idea. All right. So wait, did we finalize mine? Um, Aquaman? Yep. Uh, Elon Musk? Engineer. How about, uh, yeah, we'll go with Elon Musk. I'm cool with that. Jordan um, Forge? And um, 
Hmm. I guess I need a third, don't I? Yeah. Yes, sir. We can let you sit on it if you need a little bit of time. It's not. Well, I don't want. It, I don't tough. want dead air, so we can move on. I don't want any dead oh, air. I can edit all this. It doesn't matter. We can sit oh, here yeah. quietly, staring into each other's like eyes. A, trying to think of a contest. Right? We could. Oh, <laughs> I said bear grills for one of mine, the Survivor Man. Okay, I would um, say Les Stroud. Ooh, then. yeah. I'd nice. go back on that. Bear Grylls, nice. he, great, great entertainer, very knowledgeable man. He's the cheater, though, his isn't shows, he? Yes, he is. Fuck. He doesn't, doesn't, doesn't really hold up to Les Stroud's uh, versions. Don't get me wrong, Les Stroud did have a camera, one cameraman. Sometimes he didn't. And he also almost killed himself by accident uh, <laughs> on like a few of his survival uh, things but de definitely less drought he's a yeah that's who I was trying definitely. to think of that's a big hole in my team because now I got a guy that just likes to drink piss and wants to go to a hotel room all the time <laughs> Chance, come piss on. Out of a rattlesnake skin <laughs> <laughs> two cups ready to go man like the thing I love about Les Stroud when you're watching the show is like you see him walking down a trail and he's walking towards the camera and then like cut you see him walking away from the camera. He had to walk that distance That's away awesome. from the camera, then he had to come back and get oh the camera. God. Oh my Let's God. do it again. <laughs> Someone buy that man a drone. His show would have been yeah. completely different if he had a solar panel and a drone. Um, okay, so we're moving on to the question, and this one is a little bit clunky, but uh, how long... Do you think you would last in a bunker? So nuclear war is broken out, zombie apocalypse, like you know you can't leave. You're in that bunker. How long could you stay there? Um, I think I could probably stay longer than most. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, I don't feel like cabin fever would set in on me as hard as it does most. Now, um, to touch on kind of what we were talking about earlier, Attic and his socialness, you know, of like work, friends, busy lifestyle, pandemic, he's yeah. losing it, right? Tim, yeah. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a lot like you. Um, sure, I do have friends, but I'm also, I excel in being an introvert. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of an equal, uh, equal both sides, extroverted and introverted. So I think I would do well in a bunker. It might depend on who I'm with. Yep. Because um, I do uh, get annoyed by dumb people very easily. Or and can have a little bit of a temper. <laughs> I would probably need a copious amount of marijuana to uh, get through. Um, but I think I'd, I think I'd do okay. How long do you think you would last? Like, how, how long do you think? As long as it takes. Your as long as it oh, takes. So you, think you could put decades in if you had to to wait for. Yeah, I think so. Wow. Oh, good for you, man. Damn. Yeah. And good and I might you. I'm I might be uh, I might be you know over. Uh, Overjudging yeah. my uh, mental capacity to do so, but, but I'm fairly confident in that. You believe in yourself, and that's what matters, Sean. Yeah. Thanks, so Attic. you've already <laughs> answered like the second part of that. Like, do you think that number changes as the number in the bunker goes up? Like, the more, the larger the community, does that decrease your time or increase it? But you, being mm -hmm. a, a social introvert, like it sounds like, if you had the right mix, you could probably go forever. True, and and thinking about it further now, I'm also the type of person that um, if something needs to be said, it will be said. Mm -hmm. So that might cause conflict, depending on the population well, of this bunker. Well, this actually kind of ties into the next question here. So, the world's infrastructure has long since collapsed. Uh, there are no more police, no more law enforcement. How does that change interactions with people? That way? yeah, that would that would go along the lines that we were talking about earlier where i would hope we would unite and and yeah. just kind of work together to help like to help one another but like we were talking about you don't know how long that's gonna last yeah right it dep i think it also oh. depends on the people you're with um let's hope that um uh you know that all the dummies died off and <laughs> 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 we're stuck wrong. with reasonable uh intelligent people but you know there's no promises of that None whatsoever. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think if, like, the police went away, I'd like to imagine myself, like, helping and, like, taking some kind of, like, authority role. But I don't know. At the same time, like, if we were talking about the bunker, 
the more people that are in there, I'm not one to say something and I would easily get annoyed and I'd feel like mm. people are secure and safe here. I need to get out and try to help. And like the more that I was annoyed on the, the social dynamics evolving within the, the thing, I would feel more need to leave. But yeah, I, I would be more of a consultant point. than an authoritative figure. Mm. Yeah, because um, I think that's my uh, my personality. Um, I'm not one to maybe enforce something, but I will definitely speak out against something that doesn't make sense or is wrong. A wartime consigliere. There you go. Yeah. Right. I can. You can consult me with any ideas. I will interject if I have uh, something to say, but in terms of any type of authority, take it and run with it. I'll take it, boys. Don't worry. <laughs> we already decided your brother Mo is getting it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh man, can I have? Can actually? Can I have um, Abdul on my team? <laughs> I think he was that's what I want. A lot of ours. <laughs> yeah. Abdul. Yeah. Eh? <laughs> That was totally. the most frightening man I've ever seen eat cheesecake with a smile. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's so crazy. wonderful. He's I so love, I absolutely love that man. I love oh, him so he's, much. He's awesome. He, man, he, his house is almost built, actually. Just side side note, pretty cool. Nice. Oh, that's amazing. It's, it's it's being delivered on the eighth, so we get to watch it being delivered, which is fucking cool because they they, oh. they together in Montreal. He bought a he bought a modular home. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so awesome. Is it on the eighth? Is it a Gilchrist? Home? I have no idea. I don't remember. There's a few companies. Yeah, yeah, there's a few like, companies that make I, them. He was looking at three, I think, at one point, and then finally chose one. Great but, idea. Uh, Some of them are absolutely beautiful too. Oh, dude, I'm looking forward. It'll be cool to see a whole fucking house. Is there any companies that do like modular uh, tiny homes? Like you know, uh, I'm sure they do. Yeah. But I think it would just be the tiny home. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I wish I could get you, one of those. Because the point of a tiny home is putting it on a uh, like a trailer. Yeah. Like built. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. it would be interesting to, you know, you know, send four walls. Well, I just yeah, I don't have trusses. the money to buy a house. I've been starting to think more and more about like a small plot of land and a tiny home. But that's Minimalist. a conversation for another day. Some more uh not to get into that, but some more laws changed on the first or something too for stress tests for home buyers. Like Ooh, yeah. what a time we live in, man. <laughs> this is crazy. Oh no. Yeah. If you're a Chinese um, investor, it's great. Yeah. Cut that. <laughs> uh so yeah okay the one we're coming up to the last two questions we'll get you out of here soon so you can enjoy your evening but uh thank you again sean for joining us uh Anytime, man. favorite doomsday movie i guess you already answered that water world is there any others <laughs> in your like top five that come to mind as we're talking i am not a uh um uh, horror movie person mm-hmm. i am a uh, comedy mo- movie. I love my comedies. So yeah. when it comes to doomsday movies, there uh, there's not a lot I have seen. Um, but I will tell you the ones I have enjoyed. Um, I actually did like I Am Legend with Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, very very well written movie. Scary though. Like I didn't <laughs> like I it's I was freaky, scared. Man, I hear you. Yeah. Um, and and you know terrible. You know his dog and everything oh, like yeah. that. Right. So yeah. very sad. But um, I also really liked. Um, because uh, it was just so insane, to, and the imagery was, um, oh, what was it called? The day, not the day after tomorrow. It's with um, Jake Gyllenhaal, and yeah, it's, it's, they're in a the library, and, it, and it, the library's frozen. It's oh, the day uh, after tomorrow, I'm pretty sure. Isn't it? Uh, yes, I know Something exactly what tomorrow. you're talking about. They're in New York. They're in a skyscraper, and it's like yeah. all ice outside. And he's trying. Yeah, to... yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, and there's yeah, like yeah. a lo- like a huge library or like a, a coliseum style library that they're all like hunkered down in. Yeah. It's a wicked movie. I love that movie. I think yeah, it's that... the day after tomorrow. Uh, yeah, that, uh, yeah, probably. Sure. Yeah. If only we had the technology to like look that up <laughs> or something. <laughs> oh, I'm surprised they didn't get yeah. an alien movie out of you, like Independence Day or Live Die Repeat. <laughs> man yeah I- independence day yeah you know i wish i thought of it because that is definitely another good one oh, yeah. but you know what tim i feel like you and i and attic we could probably go down a very long road a very long podcast talking movies absolutely well yeah. hopefully uh we can do that one day too because uh oh, i yeah. just love old 90s movies and stuff and i hope to oh, i love it to i'm bring gonna a bit pull of watching joy. ghostbusters again man 
Nice. <laughs> I love it. Man, Attic, I watch that movie every day. Logan knows it word for word, man. Yeah, oh my seriously, God. He does. Oh, it's hilarious. You're cooking dinner, then all of a sudden you <laughs> you hear in the background, there's like a pause, and then you hear Logan, and he's like, it's Miller time. I gotta give the Lady Ghostbusters another shot. I just, I, it didn't feel like the, the originals, but if I can go in expecting it to be its own thing, I hope that it could be better than what I remember it being. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It was campy. Yeah. Um, like, I don't want to say it was like, uh, like hokey or cheesy. I would say it was campy because yeah. there's some good bits in it. The story wasn't terrible. Although I was kind of disappointed to see that Bill Murray showed up as a ghost busting, like a, uh, not a ghost busting, like a, a denier. Driver. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was actually oh, like a guy who proved um, supernatural sightings to be. He was a debunker. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was looking for. Yeah, I think what you were about to touch base on, Tim, is the new movie coming out. Yes, with, oh the, my God. with their kids. I'm so excited to see it. Oh, same on, universe, same so, feeling. Yes. What's happening? And so there's a new movie coming out. Um, I don't think the release date is. It's at least in 2022, maybe later. And it's the Ghostbusters, it's their kids or their grandkids. Oh, bravo. Yeah. And, right? And we'll go look up the trailer after this, Attic, and give it a watch. And um, Winston, like Winston Zedmore, I believe, is uh, in the trailer. And I think uh, he was maybe the taxi driver or some, something to that effect. Mm-hmm. I'll check it out. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's going to be great. They find the old car... There's like just mm-hmm. all these elements and like it looks like they have new and interesting characters in there. Like I'm not sure who who's the main character. I think it like it's a group of kids, which a bunch of kids on an adventure is one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Like I, I like that. I don't like it when they're interjected into something else. Like the I heard the Godzilla versus Kong gets really bad because they did the typical thing where they just throw a couple kids in there and they save the day randomly. But like, oh, yeah, really? Yeah. Hmm. But if there's, like, four kids on the summertime adventure, it goes back to Stand By Me. Like, there's this very solid thing. And, like, that's – it is going to be awesome. Maybe that's – if we were talking about movies, we should do a Ghostbusters run. Like, the original two, maybe we could pick a cartoon or two. But then also get into the uh, how did this get made the movies one because they talked about Ghostbusters on one and it's heavily implied that Dan Aykroyd had written and like he talks about the original uh, screenplay and him and Harold Ramis over the course of a summer just did an insane amount of blow and rewrote it completely because it didn't make sense yeah Um, yeah originally it was supposed to be like in the future and there's all these different uh, franchises of the Ghostbusters and this is a team just starting out which uh, there's actually an RPG that follows that like a role playing game that follows the that like a oh, that'd be cool yeah Dungeons and Dragons kind of thing but I'm getting lost in the weeds here that that's awesome that's okay I'm with you though if you guys want to set up that uh, that a movie podcast go down the Ghostbusters road I'm down Okay. I, yeah, I, 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 I want to do that. We, I want to do a UFO one with you too. So oh, we'll, that'd be uh, great. We'll, we'll schedule some. Um, last question. Email us what you thought of these questions. Beard at bordergmail.com. Sean, what will you miss about modern society? <laughs> what will I miss? Stuff like this. Yeah. Yeah. Cheeseburgers. Yeah. No, bro coffee <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that's true oh my god right? like like i want i just want to go down the road of all all the things that uh that i well, like and we talked about it before obviously i miss my family and my friends yeah, if they yeah. weren't around but like the simple things that kind of make your day yeah right like 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 a cup of coffee that's you know? true I, I i never i never really kind of thought about that that's could you yeah, imagine? but those are the things you would realize in the minute in the moment yeah, yeah. once they're gone Right. Some people might go back and be and uh, and be a little more profound with their answer, which maybe I should be. Mm. <laughs> but I'm just saying what's coming to my mind. Um, uh, people might be profound when asking these questions, but if it were to actually happen, they might actually change their answers. Yeah. 
Yeah, because like, you don't realize it until it's until it's gone. Like that's my first true. answer is always toilet paper. I'm gonna miss having a clean butt. Like you just you give that up. You have to like you would at this hey, point. If we're in a water life, world though, Tim. Yeah. Oh, that's true. I think you're gonna be good, bro. <laughs> all that salt water on your butthole? I don't know. Dry so out clean. the B ring. It's a sea it's salt a, scrub. Yeah, it's an extra level of cleanliness. Uh, yeah, I think like if I was getting profound and like this doesn't approach it because I don't think I'm capable of that. But a year or two <laughs> deep into Doomsday, and just realizing there was a night that you got to go to sleep. And you weren't afraid. You weren't afraid of anybody coming into your camp. You weren't afraid of waking up and not having food. You you would look back on that one day that you like were going to sleep tonight, and you don't have a single actual worry. As much as you might stress about bills, the future, building towards anything, your 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 relative health, it's like it would compare nothing to the everyday grind of that. Like I, I just can't even imagine. I was going to kind of touch base on a similar thing where I was, I was just going to say I'd probably miss relaxing. Yeah. I never thought of that. Right. Like sit, sitting down, reading a book, watching a movie and yeah. And like a good point, Tim, where you just something where you just don't worry. Yeah. Right. Where you, where you're not in survival mode. Fuck me. I never thought of that. Oh, fuck. What was the reign of fire? Uh, old, I think it 2000s. It was it's one of the best I guess Doomsday movies. Dragons reawaken and everything is set on fire. Christian Bale is like running a castle. But like you you think about the kids in there. They grew up in it, so at least they are just used to it. But all the adults have to think back to a time and he's like there's one scene where he's describing Star Wars as a fairy tale to the kids. <laughs> and like that's they're all crazy. Like it, but like yeah, you would have that's that resonating moment. right now, man. Yeah, that's think crazy. of all the kids growing up in this circumstance. Yeah, I yeah, can't. Resonates a little bad. bit right now. They're growing up in this. They're not going to know a time before masks and social distancing. Well, getting I, to go I, over I, to I, grandma's I, house, like when you're an infant, like you getting that bond set, like that's. There's plenty of kids that wouldn't have gotten to see their grandparents yet, and we're a year and a bit into yeah. this. Yeah, it hurts for me because like I'm seeing it firsthand. Like like my son was able to see his uh his grandparents on a regular basis and have that connection mm -hmm. and now it's and like i feel terrible because for my mom because uh she like when we go to visit her it's in the driveway yeah you know and they run around a little bit that's 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 really it, to its yeah. extent yeah um but obviously we're on a good track we're going down the right road everyone's getting vaccinated so fuck yeah one vaccine at a time there's a, there's light at the end of the tunnel yeah yeah do it for for everybody you love. It's a minor annoyance. Uh, do it for yourself. Just you know, uh, I want I want to have a beer with my friends again. Yeah, yeah. Just I I, I have a group chat with my closest buddies, and I and when we all like for our age group, when the uh, it, it came that we could apply for a vaccine, the eligible. Oh my gosh, I'm stumbling on my words. Uh, being eligible, uh, I texted them all right away, and I was like, "I scheduled mine. This is when it is." Right? And I was just making sure, like, you guys are doing it too, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, schedule it, get it, because I want to see you guys. Yeah. Yeah. We we we, we do the same thing. Zach messaged us this morning. He's like, "Got my vaccine done." We do the same thing. That's funny. <laughs> nice. And we can do a podcast in person. How much fun would that be? That'd be a blast, dude. Yeah. We're working on some plans right now to get me up to Ottawa for. Uh for a weekend or something like i'll rent an airbnb yeah. and then we could uh bang off a Dude, few come stay here yeah. you're still in Bel you're still in belleville right tim yeah yeah bell vegas bell vegas. vegas well folks that's gonna do it for us here at beard and board you can always reach out to us at beard and board at gmail.com you can uh find us on instagram at beard and board uh attic where can they find you if they're looking to talk to you specifically uh, check me out for some cool food fun ideas with somewhere around the corner you really want to go out there and use that grill so check me out um, i'm attic at guy and dot his grill on instagram um uh, yeah and message us what you think instagram like tim email us too some ideas for the show what you thought of the questions what you thought of sean's responses let us know yeah Sean, how about you, man? Is there anywhere uh, people can reach out to you? And do you want people to reach out to you? 
<laughs> well, I'm I'm mostly uh, I don't I don't really do the social media thing too much. Mm. I'm mainly on Instagram. I'm uh, one Sean John one, uh, but on, I it's a private account. If I know you, I'll let you follow me. <laughs> that's really that's, that's about it. I respect that. Right? Like if yeah, you know, like hey, if you want to shoot me a message, sure. Like I'll read the message. Yeah. That's that's yeah. that's fine. Cause you oh, yeah, yeah. But you know, I'm not that exciting. <laughs> <laughs> or email us, and we'll pass it along to Sean if he doesn't know you. Don't don't be absolutely. Don't be weird. Um, and, uh, and, and sorry, Tim, just one more thing. Um, like and rate the podcast, guys. Uh, your support means everything in the in, in the whole entire world. So uh, you know, whether you think it's one star or five stars, please uh, please hit that star button. It uh, it goes a long way. Um, and share uh, and and share exactly yeah. tell your friends huge and, huge uh, huge if you get on itunes and let them know and uh this might already come out past the point that we do our next bonus pod for iceland which we've been charting in for a while now so we got nice yeah i listened to the norway one did you, did you like it yeah yeah that was good that was <laughs> good fun episode. Yeah. i want i i would i'd love to be on one of them actually because i love uh, diving into like other countries cultures so like I'd I'd love to talk about it too. We'll get you one. Yeah, there's a few that we want to do still. Few yeah, countries. Well, Iceland would be a good one because that's yeah. an insanely wonderful country. Yeah, I've heard I've those Scandinavian pictures. countries are so gorgeous. Yeah, we got to get into that. All right, we'll message about yeah. that. We'll see yeah, which yeah. one fits. <laughs> um, okay, absolute last thing. We're saying our goodbyes, but one thing that we've been doing just within this pandemic, trying to bring a bit of joy. What is something this week you've been really enjoying? Attic, you got anything that this week struck you? You've been loving? Um, something I've really enjoyed so far this week. Um, I made some fucking garlic parmesan, smoked garlic parmesan bites yesterday, mm. and I enjoyed the fuck out of them. That's awesome, man. man. Everybody should go to his Instagram and look at the picture. Because him just saying that doesn't do it justice. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, you gotta see it. it. I loved it. And just with the nicer weather and stuff like that, I'm just honestly like, I think I say I I I, I've probably said this before and I'll say it again. I'm just I'm just happy that we're things are just kind of loosening up or we're just able to go outside. Like I went golfing today, so if you feel good, just outside. It's just nice. Yeah. Let's go golfing. Yeah. Dude, how about you, Sean? Anything you've been enjoying this week? Um, this week specifically, actually, um, you can read and it's more further. pertains, it's, it's more pertains to my job. Um, I had a, a insane appreciation today for shade, oh, yeah. big oak trees. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I, you know, when I, yeah, what I do for a living, I'm, I'm outside constantly all day long. Um, you know, sunscreen every, uh, every couple hours slathering it on. And, uh, yeah, today it, it was weird. Actually, I, I was just sitting in my car doing some paperwork under a beautiful giant oak tree and like outside it was like 30, but in my car I had no AC, AC wasn't on windows were down. And I was like, damn, what a little bit of shade does. Yeah. It's just going to get worse though. <laughs> yeah, uh, all good things end. My, yeah, my my second thing also iced coffee. Oh yeah, I, I haven't even tried one. I've been trying the cold brew oh. from Tim Hortons. It is insanely good. I liked iced oh, coffee. Oh man, <laughs> Tim, if you can if you can afford it or budget for it, go get a cold brew, um, salted caramel iced coffee from Starbucks. That's on my list. Dude, if you like the cold brew coffee, because it has like that nice smooth coffee flavor, a little bit of salted caramel and some sweet, uh, some sweet cream. I'm gonna write that down. What am I doing? I'm getting a salted (laughs) iced coffee. So salt, so yeah, write down salted caramel, (laughs) cold salted caramel, cold brew. Don't screw it up when you get up to the window. No. Oh yeah, because it has like, like five five words you have to say to order it i you know i, I screwed up you, you know it's just like weird because i know that i'm going to be doing that i'm going to throw the dog in the car so like i can get the puppuccino at the same time a cup of whipped nice. cream for it and then if i fumble i have an adorable dog beside me to be like, oh, it's, just like it's just so chaotic i'm sorry yeah. uh, i think uh this this week the thing that i'm saying that i'm enjoying is i had a beer on the porch this afternoon and i just thought about all the friends supporting this insanity of regular recordings of doing this of phone calls with a really close friend 
and I'm just grateful for the support. I'm grateful for the sun, and just I'm not much of a drinker, but a beer has been. It's just I had a perfect day. I can't really yeah. say much more than that. I love that, man. That's awesome. 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 Right. And keep liking and keep liking this podcast. Keep sharing this podcast. So. All right, folks. Bye. Thanks for having me, boys. Thanks, Sean. Thank you, Sean. See you, buddy.